Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Brown Sugar Express, an hour of discussion, introspection, and a little ear tickle of music. I am Rain. And I am Mache. All, All aboard! aboard. <laughs> so first we have to begin with understanding who we are. Yes. So I guess maybe the big question is, just like when the movie asks, when did you fall in love with hip hop, when did you fall in love with music? Well, you know, I think I fell in love with music. I grew up watching my dad sitting at the stereo mm-hmm. recording mixtapes for the car. For oh, the wow. albums, the vinyl, uh-huh. and, and recording them to the cassette tapes. Y'all remember those cassette tapes? Oh, goodness, yes. Uh, yeah, back in the day. So he could get a mix of all the albums he had yes. and be able to play those albums or play that music in the car. Yes. So that's what I grew up listening to and paying attention to. So I think I was probably three years old the first time I sung a song and really fell in love with music and fell in love with um, with, with just singing and, and perform, being in front of people and like mm-hmm. I said music in general mm-hmm. and I just as I've grown Saturday mornings would be sitting there on the floor my mom sitting on the couch she's braiding my hair and my dad is right across we're in the living room and he's in the dining room mm-hmm. and the stereo system was right next to the dining room table and he'd be sitting there with his headphones on one ear <laughs> the music playing throughout the house you oh, know man. and yes. I got it's some it's some Smokey Robinson playing and some the Diana Sounds Ross. of Saturday. There's a song um, by Smokey Robinson. I don't care what you think. Oh, man. I, I don't care what they say. I yeah. totally get man, that. Yes, that, yes. That's the song. I remember, oh my gosh, it's such a beautiful love song. Yes. You know, yes. you don't care what nobody say because <laughs> I just want to be with you. Yes. You know? Yes. And, and you. Um, Right, so that was the one thing. And then Diana Ross, upside down. Oh, man. Before you turn me inside, inside out. out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, one more I have to mention. Okay. Invisible Man's Band. Mm, they have a okay. song called, It's Gonna Be a All Night Thing. Yes, 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 yes. Baby, it's an All Night Thing. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so to answer your question, when I fell in love with music, I was uh-huh. probably about three years old. And oh, those wow. are some of the fond memories that I have mm-hmm. of music. So, what about you, Rain? When did you fall in love with music? Well, I can say that I fell in love with by just hearing my brothers with their albums and... I just remember going into the their rooms and just opening up the album and looking at the different album line. It's like my brother Nathan had um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. So I love listening to his albums and watching them. And then my other brother had a lot of Stevie Wonder ah. from um, Hotter Than July. And then, of course, Songs in the Key of Life. Okay. That had that entire classic. booklet. So that was definitely when I fell in love. But I think another one was when um, I got my first 45, which was Rockin' Robin from Jackson (laughs) 5. That is when I definitely fell in because I'm like, this is something I can play over and over. So, and then, of course, when you talk about Saturday morning, Mm -hmm. I do remember when just seeing everybody dancing, everybody moving, and having to move the tables back to Mm -hmm. Soul Train. That was when I discovered and understood that music thing and just really fell in love with all types of music. That's awesome. Soul Train. I forgot about Soul Train. Definitely. 
miss those days, man. You and me both. Oh my gosh. It was hard <laughs> then, you know, to see celebrities yes. because it was a treat when you saw them because they weren't so available to us as they are now. Exactly. You know? So Soul Train and, and OJ's is on Soul Train or something. It's like, oh my gosh, you got to sit up in front of TV and stay there. And exactly. don't miss a minute of, of OJ's on Soul Train or whoever, you know. Oh, exactly. For me, it was a Gladys Knight and the Pips, definitely. Oh, Singing about beautiful. that friendship train. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. See, that's why we call Brown Sugar Express, y'all. That Soul Train. Soul exactly. Train heavy with the memories on that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's where the Express comes from, people. Yes. Um. So, kind of what we're doing. This is our debut uh, ep- episode of Brown Sugar Express with Rain and Mache. So, thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Uh, we are gonna have kind of a sort of agenda, and so Rain will start off. Um, we're gonna go into your "Did you notice?" segment. Sure. So, are we ready for "Did you notice?" Yes. All I'm right. Totally ready for that. Well, as I was scrolling and I was playing a lot of Prince music, and as I was looking at different things about Prince. Um, sometimes it snows in April. That song kind of got to me. Mm. And what I noticed was that it was kind of the same date that he passed away. Mm. And the fact that that was kind of a song about um, passing away and the good things they say, you know, never last. And I just thought about that and I said, wow, that is very interesting. So I was just wondering, like, was that something that he may have seen? Because I know it was Under the Cherry Moon and it was kind of a serious part of the movie. Right. But it was just very interesting to know the mood. And I also noticed that when he recorded the song, they said that he wanted the studio to be dark and have candles and all of that so I noticed that and then when I looked back I was like April 21st wow and then sometimes it snows in April so that was kind of my notice moment Mm -hmm. so what about you um Michelle what have you noticed well um what I've noticed in the news it says something to do with kind of current events for me okay um everybody knows Beyonce and Jay-Z and I'm a huge fan of both um, so Business Insider put out an article yesterday mm-hmm. that Beyonce and Jay-Z, as a, they're a music's first billionaire couple. Wow. Like that was like amazing. They're worth together $1.26 billion. Um, Beyonce's worth $355 million by herself and Jay-Z's worth $900 million by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, the On The Run Tour grossed $253.5 million. So I was just like noticing that and I read the article and I was like, okay, and everything, every time a Jay-Z comes up, like I always take notice of that because again, I'm a big fan. Mm -hmm. So um, another thing that the article was mentioning was that they're entrepreneurs, which a lot of people know that they're entrepreneurs in different things and some of the major stakes that they have, the companies that they have major stakes in Mm -hmm. are Rock Nation, Tidal, and Ivy Park. And that's just to name a few. So just imagine the kind of power this couple has behind them. Um, I took my son to the On The Run tour back in on the run to tour I've been I went to both of them but mm-hmm. I took my son back in September and um it was amazing you know I, I never get enough of seeing both the both of them perform so for me it's like always something new mm-hmm. and then um recently I watched Netflix Homecoming ah yes which was amazing definitely Baychella Coachella yes all of honey Baychella Coachella all of that and so um as most of you guys know Beyonce has a they, she signed a 60 million dollar deal with Netflix and so this is like the first of a few things that are coming up with her and not only did she record this homecoming video kind of like an autobiography sense of that time frame Mm -hmm. it's like a two hour show she also uh, released an album 
yes. a live album from the the video from yes. the, from the show. So I thought that was an, an awesome. So um, yeah, that's the kind of like I said, the whole did you notice thing. That's kind of what I noticed um, yesterday. I was reading up reading up on that, and it's kind of interesting to see the numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, to see how much oh wow, they're really doing big things. But there's a lot of power behind those numbers too. And um, you know, you that's gotta kind of be be responsible for what 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 you've got when you have that kind of that stake you know that kind of platform that's part of why she made the deal that she did there were a lot of people that were talking about how she made less than ariana grande but here's the thing what her deal was and what she did went a little bit Mm -hmm. deeper Mm -hmm. it was more in depth than just performing yes ma'am and so that's the thing about jay-z and beyonce they look for the big picture they look beyond that of course they're going to make sure that they give you a show because that's just who they are right but at the same time they're going to say, well, what can we get out of this? Or what can we do to make this grow? Because, I mean, they have blue ivy and them two little kids look after as well. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Those twin babies. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So I think it's a very, it was a very smart move for her to make oh, that deal and, 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 and everything. So uh, you never know. The headline can say one thing, but you got to look at, okay, well, Ariana made more, but you, you got to look at the bigger picture. And yes. if it goes deeper than that, honey, it's this business. And exactly. if you're smart about your business, and, you know, everything ain't going to necessarily be up front. You're going right. to make some investments for future. Exactly. And then you'll end up at the end making more than you would have made just getting everything up front. So yes. do your research, people. Definitely. You do your research. Please do your research. <laughs> Man, but I, before we get off of this segment, I just want to mention you were talking about Prince. And when he passed away. Yes. That... I, I really that was the hardest death for like Michael Jackson was hard for me mm-hmm. but for some reason Prince's death mm-hmm. really hit me hard and I was mm-hmm. like at work and I couldn't even really work and yes. I couldn't believe it myself because I didn't know how it because I didn't think you don't think Prince gonna die like not right. today not in this time of it right. time right now so when it happened it was such a shocker and so um when I it rains, you know, when it I had snows to, in April is like yeah that's I had to literally sit down mm-hmm. when I heard that I just couldn't believe it I just didn't believe it but then when I got home and I started looking it up, I'm like, wow. And I guess maybe, too, like you were saying about the Michael Jackson Prince. I mean, once again, love MJ. Loved him mm-hmm. since Jackson 5 days. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, you know, my first 45 came from him. Yes, ma'am. Jackson 5. But here's the thing. To me, Prince was a true artist in the whole word. Because he did his own producing, he did his own writing, he did a lot of the instruments. Mm-hmm. So he was a pure artist. And I think that's the thing that we love about him. And that's probably why it hit me hard as well. Because sadly, I don't even think any of the other generations are going to ever have another race. I, I, that I agree. is sad. I have to agree with you. And it is a sad thing. Yes. But then I, it makes me proud to have lived during Prince's reign. Oh, yeah. Oh, we were born during a very great musical. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. So, guys, our next segment, we're going to talk about playlist moves. Yes, yes. Indeed. So, we highlight a song or an album that we each kind of like for the month, and we want to kind of talk about it, and we're going to play a part of the song or the full song. Honey, let me say, we have a disclaimer before we move forward. We do not own the rights to any of the music that are played on the Brown Sugar Express. Yes, and I will repeat, we do not own the rights to any of this music that is played on Brown Sugar Express podcast. So, without further ado, do you want to go first with your playlist <laughs> range? Sure, Michelle. Okay. My is since I feel like we're kind of talking about musicology since I feel like that's what our podcast is about it brought me to Prince's musicology 
right, so here we go. Let's get a listen, an ear tickle of this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that your playlist mood highlight song, Rain? Well, part of it because of the fact that it was Prince the Purple one, of course. That has a lot to do with it. But also because of how he gives a throwback to, I'm going to say, a lot of the music that maybe caught his fancy or that maybe tickled his ears. Um, just in that last verse before the fade, you heard Earth, Wind, and Fire in September. You heard James Brown. And then he talks about the old school joints. And as I said, it spoke to me because that's kind of what this particular podcast is about. That's one thing. And then I definitely just love the way the beat came together. Mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. to me, just the respect for music itself mm-hmm. and understanding it. So that's kind of why that's my playlist for you. I want, I want something upbeat, but then also something that really paid homage um, to music itself. And I felt like that, that was just the perfect song for that. Okay. And it's got a fun, I mean, it's funky, but that's Prince, right? Like yes, he, absolutely. He got his funk style and you hear all the music in there and, and the instruments and stuff. And so yes, indeed. You can't go wrong with Prince, honey. That's Never. All I know. <laughs> all right. So my uh, music, uh, my playlist mood song for today, it's it was inspired by, I have a Facebook friend that posted a question. What's the saddest song that you've heard that really cut you to the core? Mm. And um, I had a list of them. So this particular song stood out. So I wanted to play that as my playlist mood for today. And okay. so uh, I'll play a little bit of it and then let y'all know who sings it. If you don't already. Okay. Jealous of the rain That falls upon your skin It's closer than my hands have been 
jealous of the rain. I'm jealous of the wind that ripples through your clothes. It's closer than your shadow. Oh, I'm jealous of the wind. Cause I wished you the best of all this world could give. And I told you when you left me, there's nothing to forgive. But I always thought you'd come back Tell me all you found was Heartbreak and misery It's hard for me to say I'm jealous of the way You're happy without me I'm jealous of the night Yes, so that is Jealous by Labyrinth, and I picked that song, like I said, it was a song that was kind of like, hit you to the core when you just let it play. You can't be in a mood where you just broke up, or you'd be probably drowning in your own tears, oh, but yeah. it's a beautiful song, it really hits the core, it hits to the heart. Hey, that's music for you. Yeah, that's that's where, you, it, I mean, you get, it takes you everywhere, so Labyrinth. Um, I believe that's how you say his name, Labyrinth or Labyrinth. But anyway, he is a British musician, singer, songwriter, and rapper, and record producer. And he um, he began as a producer, but then Simon Cowell signed him to his uh, record Psycho Music as a solo act. Um, if I got any of that wrong, y'all let me know in the comments. Yes. <laughs> but I was just looking him up and just um, you know learning a little bit more about him. But he be- actually became Cowell's first non-talent show signing in like six years when he had signed at the time he signed him but that song really hits hits to the core and so i was like you know i ain't trying to bring everybody down or nothing but you know music takes you everywhere yes it does and you can be upbeat over here one day and tomorrow you can kind of be low but it's you know you have bittersweet lows and music and music and stuff and in different songs and everything so that's my playlist move for today uh jealous okay yes ma'am yes ma'am it's always good to and i guess probably that's one of the part of the motivation for this is because of knowing what music can do and understanding what a lot of the feeling is that goes into music because once again it's something that can either have you moving or something that can have you sitting that can have you thinking or maybe just going through introspect because i look i was kind of playing a little video in my mind (laughs) as that song was going you know just like the same with musicology because while it was playing i was thinking about the video so it can be visual it can be any of those things Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And now one thing that I noticed, it mm-hmm. kind of has a John Legend feel to it. Yeah. You know, I can see him saying something like that. Yes, it does have that John Legend feel. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But you know what? He's married to, uh, what is her name? Uh, Christina... To, uh, I, Terrigan, something like it's, that. It's, yeah, something tip of my tongue. <laughs> Lord, I, think, I think it's like the lip. I, I call it the lip sync girl. The one on the show with Hello Cool J. Yeah, yeah, the lip sync DJ. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So I mean, he could make it, but I don't think he will be because he's too happy right. right now to make something <laughs> like that. Right, exactly. <laughs> no shade to John. But it Legend. does definitely have John Legend's flavor, and yes, you know, indeed. 
as if he could have maybe written it or something. Absolutely. Um, but I do see that. I do see that in that. But yeah, that's my that's my little cut to the to the heart. Absolutely. Yeah. Now I talked about visual and videos. Um, Michelle, is there anything in particular that you think we need to be watching or looking at? Well. Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Rain, because, <laughs> ma'am, if you haven't, mama sir, if you anyone listening that's got a mama sir attached to yourself, <laughs> if you have not watched <laughs> Beyonce's Homecoming on Netflix, yes. boo-boo, I'm going to need you to get that together. Yes. Okay? Yes. That was amazing. And like I said, we already kind of mentioned it earlier, Baychella, yes. Coachella, whatever, but I think... Um, you know, that's one of my, but my actual main music watch, cause I got excited about Beyonce. I'm sorry, y'all. We did mention that earlier, but I do want to mention Quincy on Netflix. Oh, yes. Quincy yes. is about two hours, a little over two hour long. I think Honey, so. yeah. sit your tail down, <laughs> grab some popcorn and just get into it. Don't, don't be interrupted by anybody. That no. was a beautiful documentary that his daughter put together for him and for him to yes. still be alive. Right, to be able to that see That made it that. even sweeter. What I find amazing about that, and I think you guys will find it amazing as well, is just the broad spectrum of music that he has worked oh with over the years, yes. over his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, going from the classics like Lionel Hampton and Frank Sinatra all the way up to hip-hop stars. So that just shows you how diverse he is and... Once again, part of the motivation for this podcast mm-hmm. is being able to explore music, being able to talk about music. So I have to agree, it's definitely worth seeing and then understanding that everything behind him putting that music wasn't. No, let me rephrase yeah, that. Yeah. What pretty? I'm right. not going to say it wasn't oh pretty, but what pretty? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it mm-hmm. is definitely amazing to see how much he has been honored a lot of it is you know well deserved it really oh yeah is. absolutely absolutely he has gone the the whole gamut of, of music genres in his in his career and to still be alive and be able to to witness the the change in the in the culture and the way mm-hmm. music has evolved um it's got to be a blessing for sure that i know he recognizes for himself in his own life so that's uh, absolutely amazing i saw quincy once i will watch it again Oh, because yeah. it was just that good. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was, it just took you to the place. It just took you to a place that you didn't think you'd ever go. And like, I, I keep saying this, but for him to still be alive. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Just made it even sweeter. He, he hasn't passed on yet, thank God. Mm-hmm. So we're not looking beyond. And we can't ask him today about what he thinks about his documentary on Queen. Like, we can ask him. We actually can. You know, yeah. and then we hear him and he's talking and, and they go back. And the history mm-hmm. that, he, that just within his his uh, view in his world, yes. that little piece of the pie that he affected. Yes. Is, is, history is so rich with us, period. With it music. is. It so really I, is. I thought it was amazing. So if you have not watched Quincy on Netflix, please. It's still there. I looked the other day because I have some people that I want, that haven't seen that I want to show too. <laughs> so oh, I yeah. made sure, let's make sure it's still on Netflix before I tell them to go check it out. So yeah, Definitely. please Netflix, don't take that off. It's, it's definitely worth, worth keeping on there. Leave it on there just for a little bit longer. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Now, I think another one that I think is um, the one about Sam Cooke. Mm. And to me, it's just really, really bittersweet mm. because, once again, to me, that was a beautiful voice that is now tragically gone. Yeah, yeah. And to just see the time and just the talent that he put into his song. Right. And just know that he just, I mean, because it seemed like there were certain notes 
and there were certain runs that he could do effortlessly. Uh-huh. So to have that kind of talent and then to have those things cut short the way that they were cut short. And like I said, I have my own personal thoughts about some of the things that led to that, but nevertheless, he still left a wonderful, wonderful music le- musical legacy. Yeah, he did. So that would be another suggestion on what to watch right. as well. Absolutely. On Netflix as well. So Netflix, please don't take that one down either. Please yeah, don't. please keep that. Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke, that's the bittersweet right there. Bittersweet. Absolutely. Okay, Rain. So now we're on to the brown sugar question of the day. You never know what it's going to be, but uh, I think we got it for today. Huh? Yes, we, got we do. What we got, what we got, Rain. What's our question for the Well, day? I'm sure a lot of you have heard your ears. Once again, your ears have been tickled with the Beyonce's version of Before I Let Go, which was originally made wonderful and still wonderful as far as I'm concerned, from Frankie Beverly and Mays. And the question is, well, how do you feel about the remake? What do you think about the remake? Is it something that's great? Um, is it something that maybe she should have let go? Or that she should have let go? Or that's good. That's good. is it a good tribute because of the whole homecoming thing and let's just be honest you can you can barely go to an HBCU event and there's nowhere else that you can go <laughs> where you do not hear that that moves everyone to the floor that has everyone moving mm-hmm. so we already know that it's iconic it's a classic so do you all think that it was fitting not fitting so comment let us know or if you or if you like me and if you say hey i like both versions i'm i'm cool with both of them mm-hmm. so take a little time and type in a few words and let us know I'm gonna play a snippet of it yes, for those please. of y'all just just to kind of get a little refresher yes. on her version because I know that May's version of stay is is stuck like concrete in our heads and Absolutely. I love it. It's the this what should be you know it's the original, but I'll just play a little snippet of of the Beyonce version of Before I Let Go. And once again, we do not own the rights to this music. versions of course maze you can't go wrong with the original you can't really top the original so i don't think she topped the original i don't even think she was trying to actually. and i don't think she was I, I, absolutely i don't think she was trying to i really don't because beyonce she's she's got enough respect for for the music industry and for the, the, the groups that have gone before her so i don't believe that's in her nature at all indeed so but her version is kind of cool it's got that little bounce beat to you it better kinda know it put absolutely. a little dip, different kind of dip to it than the maze version so, so to me it was kind of yeah. like a little it was kind of like a little nod to it yeah it was and a since nod you to mentioned maze. the maze version yes ma'am 
let's see if we can get a little ear tickle of Mr. Frankie himself, which, by the way, he did say that he felt honored, and he felt pretty good. So the type of way he was feeling, he felt good about it. So let's listen to Frankie. Here we go. Again, that's part of the fun. That's part of the interest. So comment, let us know. Yes. Let us say, you know, whatever it is that you think. Mm-hmm. Um, because once again, I think for me, when I look at a remake, I'm like, okay, are they? Did they capture the spirit? Did they capture the essence of the song? Right. right. So that's where I am with that. Yeah. So. So yeah, she. I don't think she. Like you said earlier, she didn't try. She wasn't trying to compete or up one up made. She was giving no a respectful nod. Exactly. There are artists that really you, they ain't respectful at all. Yeah, it don't sound true. right. Uh, don't sound good. They shouldn't have attacked it. They shouldn't have tried no. it. So I don't believe that for Beyonce. I don't not think it's one of those. She shouldn't have tried it. Oh, she tried it. No, I, uh-uh, no, I think she gave a respectful case. nod, <laughs> and it was it fit the bounce little thing with hers fit. You know. So yeah, yes. she good. She good in my book. <laughs> so I think uh, we're pretty much done with the podcast. Without with this episode, uh, we have some shout outs and some thank yous. Oh, unless abs- you want to add anything else, Rain, before we do our shout outs and thank yous. Um, no, not at this time. I okay. definitely want to. Let's see. I want to thank Miss Sarah Cohen Duplachan, who designed some wonderful shirts for us. And if you look at our. If you look at our um, clip art, if you look at the art for our podcast, you'll see that she did a very great job. Uh, Sarah Sue's Designs, that's what she is. So if you're looking for an original t-shirt or something like that, please look her up. Um, I'm going to go to the people on my Facebook family, um, Friday Express, and all of my Devin Wade and the rest of the D-Hive. I definitely appreciate you guys. So hopefully you all are listening and you'll give your comments as well. Um, I DJ for the people, Mr. Terry Franks. All right now, Terry um, Franks. I definitely want to um, thank both of you guys because y'all gave me words of encouragement for this. So I hope what y'all have heard, y'all have enjoyed. Both of y'all got a little ear tickle out of it. <laughs> and let me just move on to the Record Player Social Club. The two founders, uh, Mr. James 
James Music Man feels, Mr. Classic Jams himself, hmm. and Michael Mathis Covington. I call you guys my big brothers in the music, so I hope you guys enjoyed this as well. And pretty much anyone else that is listening, you know, family, friends, colleagues, we hope to see you back for another ride on the Brown Sugar Express. Um, Michelle, do you have any more? Um, I have just... Well, not just, but I want to thank my dad. His spirit is with me forever and ever, but he is, you know, the main reason why I got so much into music and have the love of music that I do. So thank you, Daddy, from above. I hope you're watching and listening and proud. And thank my mom for always being supportive and loving and unbiased and non-judgmental. And I just thank her. I love her so much. And that's really my thank yous and my shout outs for today. Uh, This is our debut episode of Brown Sugar Express. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to Rain and Mache. And uh, we hope you join us again and come all aboard. The next on the next episode next month. I think this will be a monthly podcast. Believe yes, that's right, Rain. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we'll be back in June for some more topics. Absolutely. And if you guys have any ideas or any thoughts, please don't hesitate to go to the page and leave your comments. And please do a little liking and pass the link on. So those of you that are on my friends list, you already know who you are. You will be getting a link of this podcast. So as I always say, click play and enjoy. Bye bye.